the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next couple hours, you're stuck with me. If you want to talk about cars, now's your chance. The lines are wide open. Gil is the engineer. He's actually the one that's flying the plane. I'm sitting in the first-class section just listening to him make mistakes and yelling at me. But we get along pretty good, so it's okay. We've been together for a very, very long time. I think it's been in excess of five years Nevertheless, it's the show every Saturday from 10 to 12 talking about cars. So if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. It's easy to get in right now because it's the beginning of the show. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a shop that I can recommend. They're really good at what they do. They are diehard service repair and parts. They do foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're located at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. They've been around a long time, and you can visit their websites. If you're interested in the hot rod stuff for diesels, then Strictly Diesel would be a good place for you to visit and get some information. Nevertheless, Strictly Diesel, it's a great place, and that's at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Okay, so let me tell you about the day in Mark Salem's life. <laughs> Yesterday morning, um, we got up, we're up at the ranch, and uh, 5 o'clock, I'm feeding the horses. Now i got to separate two raunchy um, geldings, which don't have their male parts. And then I've got Lena, who's a real elderly big bay horse that's given my family and other families you know, a lot of service. So she's kind of retired. And then I have a little miniature burrow named Burrita. i got to separate Lena and the burrow from the other two. And going to feed them separately. Now, the other two, which is Splash and, and Three Dock, those two have four feeders, but yet they can't decide <laughs> which one is going to eat where. So they chase one or another around for a long time. On the other hand, Lena and Burrita. I, I want you to think of an elephant and a cat. That's the size difference. They're both eating out of the same thing. They have alfalfa and they have senior feed and all that stuff. So then I decided I was going to do yard work here. Yesterday afternoon, my wife Renee had, well, yesterday the whole day, Renee had 16,000 steps. We both carry our phone and we have that stupid app. I had 12,000 and she started teasing me. She forgets that I was on the the riding lawnmower for two hours. (laughs) I said, you know, I think we're probably kind of tied, but uh, I don't think she bought it. But nevertheless, that's kind of what we did all the way up until dark. But one of the other things we did because we have this planter box that's made out of these blocks that stack on top of one another. Well, a gopher had got through this small opening and just made a mess of everything. And so I got one of these gopher, it looks like a road flare, and I put it on a long flexible stick, 
and I stuck the stick in there until I found the tunnel, and then I lit it, and I stuck it in there. And it's supposed to send them to Gopher Heaven very quickly. And so evidently it did because there was no Gopher byproducts at the entrance. So Renee decides she's going to dig inside, and she's going to take that whole wall apart. Big mistake. Take that whole wall apart, and she's going to put a block where he dug in. So we're going to take that hole away, and then he can't. Well, I don't think he's coming back, but in case his family comes back. When she gets done, it's the most wonderful job I've ever seen. Meanwhile, I'm in the barn working on some of her stuff. So it's just she did a fantastic job. And two things. She didn't scratch a fingernail, and she didn't break a fingernail. So I was pretty doggone impressed. But for the next three or four hours, she pushed a gasoline-powered vacuum cleaner around the edges of the yard while I drove. And this is a half an acre yard, so I drove the rest of it in the thing. And then we went to dinner, and then we went to bed like at 5.30. I don't remember, but it was early. So that's a day on a Saturday for me. I look forward to the radio show from 10 to 12 because I get to sit down and do nothing, and no one's going to come in and yell at me because the doors are all locked in the studio. So 602-508-0960. There's lots of car repair issues. There's lots of people that have car repair issues. Not too long ago, uh, a lady took her car into a repair shop, and they did a timing belt. And they did a lot of the ancillary parts around the timing belt because it's a good idea to do the idler pulleys and the tensioner and the belt. And then if you've got any pulleys that are worn, you have to do those. It's a good idea to put it back together kind of new because you don't want to go back in. So most of us try to talk the customer into, let's just replace everything that's there. It's not because we're trying to take advantage of you. It's in your best interest. So this has an ugly end to this story. So they do that. Lady's happy. Lady takes off. Something happens. The uh, belt blows off and bends all the valves. So the engine's hurt bad, and it has like 300,000 miles on it. The engine's hurt bad. So it gets towed in, they take it apart, and they find that one of the brand new parts they had installed failed, which was an idler pulley. So they contacted the parts vendor, and the parts vendor said, you know, what happened? Hey, we bent the rods, we've got to pull the head, we've got, we've got a lot of, of work here that's going to be no less than 1,000, no more than 2,000, just depends on the damage of the head, not to mention the pistons. So the, so the vendor says, yeah, I got it, go ahead. Meanwhile... The lady says, well, I'm not quite sure what I want to do. And then she begins to talk about, well, maybe you should buy the car. Maybe you should give me all my money back and buy the car. And the number that she asked for for this 300,000-mile car was quite astounding (laughs) to me. (laughs) But they, the shop and the owner, car owner, are about as far apart as uh, Donald Trump and whatever that other guy's name is, Biden. It's just not even close. And so this has the smell of a fire that's getting ready to burn. But let me tell you what I think. First of all, it's important to know that I'm a qualified and certified arbitrator and mediator, and the arbitrator's like a judge. I get to make the decision, and a mediator is trying to get the two parties to come to an agreement. So you can't be both unless sometimes every once in a while I'll be the mediator and then we can't get the two parties to agree and then they'll vote, say, Mark can make the decision. So that's kind of what's going to go on here. We're going to 
fight back and forth about the customer's needs and the shop's needs. The shop's willing to fix the car and give it back to her. But it doesn't appear that that's part of the agenda or the part of the options that the driver or the owner of the car has. But in reality, just fix it, hand her the keys and say, here. But in reality, she hasn't improved it, even though she's not paying for it. So those are the kinds of sticky things that our industry gets in, involved in. By the way, 602-508-0960. Other things are that someone, this is a kind of a day in the life of me. So this lady gets involved in a car crash. According to the police department and the police report, it's really minor, really, really minor. So they send it to the body shop and the other drivers at fault, by the way. So this lady's car goes to the body shop and the other driver's insurance says, yeah, we'll pick up the ticket. So they pay to have it fixed. After the car's been fixed and the final check is written to compensate for all the aggravation or whatever, then the story then changes that the air conditioning compressors failed the batteries failed and the alternators failed and the driver now has significant injuries so the request for me was is can you determine about the mechanical aspects and it's at this point I'm pretty experienced in the response because sometimes the other side doesn't know what the menu looks like and I said here's what I can offer you I can tell you if the compressor is working correctly or not and I can tell you if it's not is it worn out or is it because of the crash and I can do the same for the battery and the alternator well this lady and I I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it I've given you the menu this is what I can do for you that's it I'm not going to get involved in personalities I'm not going to get involved in unreasonable stuff I'm not going to get involved in the personal injury stuff with the TV attorney I'm not going to get involved with all that I'm going to answer your mechanical questions because that's all I'm really good for. (laughs) I'm not Judge Judy, and I can't be clairvoyant, and I'm not a doctor, so none of that is in my wheelhouse. You as a consumer has the option, a variety of options, that you can do if you have a dispute with no matter what your service facility looks like. Independent, chain store, dealership, traveling guy that, you know, does mobile repair work you have and the and the best opportunity i can tell you in a in the case of a dispute is is the better business bureau has an auto advisory committee um 10 plus more years ago um, ruth zemick who was an administrator for the phoenix better business bureau and i got together and we both recognized that auto repair was a huge part of the dispute resolution of the better business bureau so ruth Ruth and Mark are completely different. Mark's a cowboy, and Ruth, and I'm just teasing her, Ruth probably burned incense and wore flowers around her neck in college. (laughs) And I love her dearly. So the two of us sit down, old cowboy and, and Ruth, Mark and Ruth, and we put together this plan, but the real hitch in the giddy up was is how much authority would the this auto advisory committee have are they the final determination and so after a long period of arguing and stuff like that 
together we came to the agreement that the committee would give their recommendation and the Better Business Bureau, if they decided to, could overturn it. Good enough. Well, I was the chairman of this committee for years and years and years, I don't know, five-plus years, and we really did a great job. And in my tenure, the Better Business Bureau never stepped over us, never disagreed with our findings. It had a lot to do with the paperwork we created on the reasoning, what the issues are, and the reasoning and all that kind of stuff. So you're really better served there. There's been times that different people there have an agenda, but here's the deal. There could be 10 to 15 of them voting, so if some guy wants to stick up for all the transmission shops in town, he's just going to be one. That's it. And there's the, the, the committee is made up of guys that are from every aspect of car repair, paint and body, uh, suspension, tires, engines, transmissions, um, general repair, uh, paint and body. So there's guys that, and they and they have to have lots of years of experience. They have to have been in the Phoenix Valley area for a very long time, and they have to have a clean record themselves. So if you have a complaint, you don't have to be a member of the Better Business Bureau, but if you have a complaint, you can file your complaint with the Better Business Bureau, and then you can ask that it go in front of the Auto Advisory Committee and see what happens. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, William Wolf's guest will be David Bedeen, Director of Israel Resource News Agency and the Center for Near East Policy Research, who will examine the war waged by the Palestinian Authority through the United Nations Agency, UNRWA. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. 
To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. Twenty minutes, twenty-one minutes. It just turned after ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're talking cars. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We've had some calls to Gill about the Gopher issues, and one gentleman said that I should go to uh, the Victor Black Box. I'm going to confess to you something else. Um, I wasn't a part of this, but I did see it happen. Um, this cowboy had this big pasture, and there was gopher holes everywhere, just everywhere. And uh, his he was worried about his horses breaking a leg and all that kind of stuff. And So there was a bunch of guys got together, and you've all seen what they call an acetylene torch setup. That's where the guy has a hood, and he's cutting thick metal with this torch. It's a it's a red-hot flame, but as you get the metal red-hot, then you push this button, which shoots oxygen, and it cuts the metal. So the flame heats it up, but then this oxygen blows a big hole in it. So they decided to take this oxygen tank, or this acetylene tank, and <laughs> stick it in a couple of gopher holes with the intention of asphyxiating the gophers. And then one guy said to the other guy, he says, they're not going to die, blah, blah, blah. So they get this brilliant idea to take the acetylene tank way far away and to just throw a match at one of the the, tun- the tunnels. You've never seen anything like the explosion that occurred. It was like a 100 feet of pipe buried anywhere from 6 inches to 12 inches below the ground. It was like 100 feet of pipe just blew up in the air, 5, 6, 7 feet. It was a sonic boom that went along with that. This happened way back in the 50s, by the way. <laughs> I have to make it outside of the statute of limitations. So the whole ground had blown up. Nobody ever found a, st- <laughs> a gopher. But but now somebody had to get a tractor and a grader to cover up all the ditches that they had just blown up. So if you're fighting with gophers, then forget about the oxygen acetylene. But we do have a caller with a car question. How can I help you? Hello, Mark. Yes, sir. Oh, my. This is Bob. I live up here in North Scottsdale, and I got maybe a three-pronged question for you, maybe with opinions involved. Sure. All I see advertised anymore are either full electric, 
hybrids or plug-in hybrids. Now, my wife and I are retired. We drive less than 50 miles a day, probably six days a week. And they're coming out with plug-in hybrids that are going to give us full electric for that amount. My question to you is, what problems should I foresee? And number two, has the technology moving so fast that it's not going to be worth owning but leasing because after three years, the technology is going to be so advanced that the used car market's not going to be worth anything. What's your opinion? Well, first of all, I don't like the, the those cars. I don't like the hybrid cars <laughs> um, for a variety of reasons. But let's address your other stuff. I'm always been in the fan of buying stuff. The math and the dollars on a lease don't agree with my f- philosophy. So I'm I'm willing to buy something. That way, when I sell it, I have all the you know some of my money back. I also don't. I'm not paying this payment that's non-recoverable, and it's oftentimes just a dollar less than the payment if I would have financed it. So, I, I, but first, I want to tell you something, Bob. I'm not a financial guru. I do manage through the businesses that we have that's car repair, um, multi-millions of dollars. But I have help from my wife and my kids. But I don't like the leasing part. And the reason why I, I think, in my personal opinion, it's pushed real hard is because it's very lucrative. As far as far as the hybrids are concerned, we have to draw a line. We've got all the hybrids to the left, and then we got the Tesla to the right. Now, your wife's probably not going to let you spend seventy-five to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a Tesla, but they are the nicest car out there. And the difference being is, is all the other hybrids are like VW Bugs. And this thing is a Rolls Royce. There's a difference in how far they go, what other creature comforts they had, how fast they'll go, how fast they'll charge. Everything about the Tesla, and I'm not doing a commercial for the Tesla, but it's just head and shoulders above everything else. I think you'd be better off with a small four-cylinder, maybe a turbocharged four-cylinder if you want any pep. But if you don't, if you don't care about pep, then just get the smallest four-cylinder, a two-door or four-door car whatever you and your wife agree to, and then take advantage of the 1% or 2% um, uh, interest rate that you can get on a new car. I also want to tell you that when you start buying this car, it depends on where you're at, but um, in my opinion, what's going to happen is, is it's going to be the car, the sales tax, and the license. Then there's a $450 dock fee, and then there's this fee and a desert protection package, and then we got nitrogen in the tires, and we put a fancy um, coating on your windshield, and your spare tire um, is painted like a smiley face. You've got all these ads to your ticket, and it can add $2,000 to the overall price of your car. So I'm going to tell you what I told my daughter Andy. I want you to go, we're going to need a new um, shuttle bus, and we wanted to get a Dodge Grand Caravan. And we wanted doors on both sides. We wanted six chairs. We wanted rear air for our customers. So Andy says, what's the challenge, Pop? I says, go buy it and write your check for just the sticker. Just the sticker. And she was able to pull that off because in the sticker, they got license plates and, and, uh, and uh, license plates and tax. So... If you can buy it for the sticker plus 500, that's pretty good. I would do that and take advantage of the 1% or 2% interest. But, again, I'm not a financial guy. But here's what hybrids do that just drives me crazy. 
you go from here to Payson, and there's two or three big hills, and you got to go up and you got to go down these hills. So you got some hybrid in the right lane, and they're watching the computer screen. And if the speedometer gets red, they're using too much electricity. And if it's green, they're making electricity. And if it's orange, they're and they're walking and they're doing 42 miles an hour. The whole right lane is tied up because this hybrid's playing his video game. But you get to the top of the hill, and here comes the little rocket ship. And he's flying down the road and charging his battery. It drives me crazy. <laughs> and I'm not the only one that drives me crazy. But I think that in, in our life, the hybrids will move and, and the all-electric will move. I'm just not a fan right now, and people are really surprised and really unhappy in those old hybrids when the battery's $3,000, and that, that doesn't mean it's installed and yeah. reprogrammed. So well, every, every, every automaker, Ford, Nissan, Toyota, they're all working on either some form of electric assist or full electric assist in their lineup. I'm talking in the next three to five years. It's probably going to be my last car, but... Right now, if you buy a car the next quarter, um, if the particular this particular vehicle is a Toyota, it qualifies for a $7,500 tax credit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's a plug-in hybrid, and that makes it a basically a $40,000 vehicle, which puts it right in the range of most mid-size SUVs. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't gonna... know about the longevity of or the what problems you're seeing with batteries and battery assist in your uh, in your uh, business. Okay, we only have thirty seconds, so you stay here. Okay. It's okay though, and but I'm I'm going to leave you with this thought. I am real aware of self preservation, so I want to tell you that no matter what you and I decide, when you ask me my opinion. And this is called self-defense for car expense. This is called what all of us older guys know that have been married 100 years to the same wife. We all know this. I'm going to side with your wife. That's all there is to it. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. 
Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code PHOENIX to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com promo code PHOENIX. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. It was heartwarming to see many of the planet's toughest and best athletes telling their children on social media how much they love them. In short videos, fathers played games with their kids, bear hugged them, and told them jokes, all in a tribute to dads on Father's Day. In a society that does little to encourage fathers, the NBA's efforts did not go unnoticed. Families are the essential building block of society, and fathers are the essential building block of the family. A home led by a father, especially a father with a spiritual focus and strong character, places flourishing within reach. Gender-neutral children do not need gender-neutral parents. Boys and girls need fathers and mothers bound by lifelong commitment. This isn't a prejudicial belief. Downplaying fatherhood sets us all up for disaster. Social media support is great, but we need more. We need a society that celebrates, honors, and ennobles fathers. I'm Owen Strand. Alliance Defending Freedom. Fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke, FAST. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all 24 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Thank you for joining us. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. There's five of them. Bob, on your hybrids. I just don't like hybrids at all. I don't like hybrids. I don't think they're where they need to be, but I understand the process is is that we have to buy them or we have to build them and then sell them and then have them last a while without you know major consequences everything in a hybrid is quite different than any other car out there how we charge the batteries um, what kind of generators we use what's the power of the generator um, can you get to the highest hill in arizona and come down the other side and you start with a dead battery and you coast for two or three miles and you end up with a fully charged battery the answer is no why is the Tesla so far ahead of everybody? I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. But I can tell you this much. Tesla is is akin to the finest, most luxury automobile we have. It has talents that the smaller hybrids don't have. 
and may never have. But it's just a really good quality car that has so much automation in it. It's kind of like a house. You can set everything you want, and it'll just automatically do that. So I know that some of the Teslas will drive from Phoenix to, to Payson with no problem, plus they have a fast charging system in Payson so they can plug in there. But I've known a couple of friends of mine with Teslas that can make it all the way to Sholo, which is another 90 miles. So that's almost a 200-mile jaunt from Tempe, where I live, up to Payson and then on up to Sholo. So I'm just, I'm just not a fan. I'm sorry. I think the gasoline cars... Um, and the small diesel cars are far superior, and I think they're less maintenance, and I think it takes a lot less money to fix them because we don't need fancy equipment to talk to the electronics that only works on a particular car. Last but not least, I have a friend of mine that has a hybrid, and it, and it has a charging problem. So it was $500 for them to run the car through this strategic uh, testing procedure and I'm being facetious here, but you have to drive the car at 17 miles an hour for a mile. Then you have to pull over, shut it off, turn it back on. You have to adjust the rearview mirror, honk the horn twice. You have to make two right turns, and then you have to get in the parking lot and do three left turns. And then you have to turn the air conditioning off. Then you have to have your wife move from the back seat to the front seat. And I'm being facetious, but you have all of this. It's $500 to do this, and then you may or may not get a battery. But you're going to pay $500 to do it. Can you do it? No. It has to be done exactly right. So the driver, and I got two technicians in the car. I got one reading and one driving. And then if they mess up at step 42, they have to start over or they have to go back to 30. So the technology is going to be there someday. It's just not there now. That's kind of what it all works out to be. When it comes to technology and good repair shops, I want to talk about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. I don't have another shop in Mesa that I can refer you to. I'm sure there's other good shops, but the majority of the ones that have applied to be on Mark Salem's Best Car Repair Shops list were just deficient in one or more things. They have to have insurance. They have to have five years in business. They have to have a clean record. They have to have good reviews, or at least more good reviews than bad reviews. They have to have reviews that are in different categories, just like mine. They don't have to match mine, and mine don't set the high standard or the low standard. They just have to be close. That's all, because we're all going to have unhappy customers. So Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing also has a history in Mesa where the Brian, Brian Vivian and then his wife's family also has, they go back to the 60s in gas stations and car repair. So Brian and Thelma have lots of history, and I would imagine since they were very small, they were involved in Daddy coming home smelling like gasoline and dirty fingernails. So that's kind of how it works. That's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley. On the other side of the world, there's Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's at 40th Street in Washington. He's been around and doing transmission work since 1968. He's the only shop in Phoenix area that I can refer you to. Automatic Transmission Exchange does really well at what they do. Phil's been around a long time, and his staff that are trained by Phil are transmission diagnostics experts. So if you call them up and you say, um, can I stop by and have somebody take a ride because I can duplicate this in less than five minutes, then more than likely Phil's going to let you borrow somebody, but you're not going to have them for 30 minutes, and you better be able to duplicate it because you just can't drive around hoping it's going to happen. That's what just a verbal description would take place. 
So Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. If you take a look at, if you go up and down Washington, anywhere near 40th Street, the north side of the road, there's a, there's a uh, transmission shop with a transmission outside. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and the lines are wide open. If you have a car question where the shop told you this, Mark, what do you think about that? Then 602-508-0960. The shop told me that my tires are 10 years old and I have to replace them. 602-508-0960. My shop told me that I absolutely have to use premium gas in my high-performance car. That's because the car maker says that. 602-508-0960. And any other question that you want me to settle with respect to, here's two different viewpoints. How do you land? 602-508-0960. The Seth Leapson Show, where the most important voices speak. Our good friend, William J. Bennett. Congratulations. I look forward to coming on again. Friend and scholar, Heather MacDonald. Thank you, as always, for having me on, Seth, and you're absolutely right. John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog. Great to be with you. Thank you, Seth. To me, the finest man in public service, Bill Montgomery. Thank you very much, Seth. Thanks for the conversation. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Anytime you want me on your show, I'm here. (laughs) I love intelligent talk. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 960 The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com. Termprovider.com. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of a new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corey Tenboom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II, and about her secret army of teenagers. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with promo code PHOENIX. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com. 20% off with promo code PHOENIX. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. 
Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Let me tell you real quick about Tom Blackwell's shop, Blackwell Automotive. And he's at 40th Street and Greenway. Tom and I have been friends for a very long time. He can do just about anything. He can manufacture parts. He can build parts. He does hot rods. He does simple things like putting fuel injection on hot rods all the way to a bumper-to-bumper restoration that includes the frame, the drivetrain, the interior, the glass, everything. He also does oil changes. He also does tune-ups, and he also does, why is my car overheating or why isn't my air conditioning working? So he's a good guy. If you're anywhere near 40th Street and Washington, I'm sorry, Greenway, 40th Street and Greenway, then Blackwell Automotive is a place I think you should try, and I think you'll be happy. Let's go to the phones. Tony, Tony, you're up first. Yes, good morning. Good morning. I uh, I talked with you uh, last week, and I think you had a couple of guests on, and we were talking about uh, my vehicle. It's a uh, 04 Chevy pickup with a 5.3, and I've, I'm trying to remember if this is correct. He said that... Uh, you could put an exhaust system on my uh, truck. Would that be including headers? And uh, what? Uh, or maybe I got maybe okay. I got the information wrong. Okay. Or, what uh, year? Uh, what year is your truck? Uh, Two thousand four. Okay. I've, okay. I've had it ever since. Okay. Um, we can't do that. A repair shop can't do that because then we're messing with your emissions. So if we put headers on it then you're going to have to put cats on it. And if you put headers, you're going to put duels, and that means you have two cats. And by the time you oh. get done, that bill can be easily be $4,000. Oh. So now there there are other things that you can do. We have what we call a cat back exhaust. So the engine, the exhaust manifolds, they feed the catalytic converters that consume unburnt fuel from the engine, and then what comes out of the back cat at the back of the cat is usually breathable. So you could do a cat back system and you could split that and have two exhaust pipes or you can go from the cat back and just have one exhaust big pipe come out behind the driver's side or the passenger side of your exhaust system or of your truck. But oh, really and okay. truly you're not going to get anything but a little kind of you'll get some boy kind of noise that noise that that thunderous noise that most of us like and you're going to have a dent in your wallet, and you're not going to get any better fuel economy at all. Okay. Well, uh, one more thing. Uh, my truck does have what you just mentioned, one pipe going into a muffler and then two pipes coming out. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that's it. But I was thinking about headers, but uh, <laughs> you got to do all that. I'm not going to put $4,000 out. So. 
Yeah. Uh, that's, that answers my question. So. Okay. Now, you could do a cat back, or you could do a muffler back and split those lines, or you could go to Mesa Muffler and have them put a couple chrome tips on there. You could do a lot of things. It's not going to cost any money. You could do a lot yeah. of things that's not going to put you in violation of the emission laws. So if you yeah. want to just dress it up, tell them to put, I want a little bit more thunder in the muffler, so take the muffler out and give me, on a 1 to 10 scale, I have a 2, I want a 6. And you and they go okay. okay, and then you say, and I want chrome tips on the back of my pipe, and I'm on both sides. Fine, we could do that. Yeah. And I've been using Mesa muffler since 1968, so yeah, I, I'm real been, happy to tell. Uh, they've been around since the 50s. I, I, I did business way back then. I live in Mesa, so okay. Yeah, okay. they used to be on Main Street, but they moved now. Yeah. Okay. I just uh, like I said, I've got a dual exhaust on it now. I'm just going to leave it alone. Okay. That's, All right. Tony, thank you very much. Kent, you're up. How can I help you? Hi. Yes, um, I've got a, an issue with a 2011 Ford F-150. Uh, it's got a 5.0 engine in it. Um, it's been diagnosed as a uh, transmission range sensor, A, which is the park reverse neutral drive uh, low input. Um, I've... It's been working off and on. Sometimes I put the key on. Sometimes the, the uh, P will light up and I can start it. Sometimes it won't. Um, but they're telling me they got to drop the transmission to replace that part. Is that true? Well, let's let's back up. Let's talk about the symptoms a little bit better. When you when it doesn't start, does it click or no noise at all? I I can make it click. I hear a little clicking under the. Uh, uh, glove po- glove box, you know, okay. in that area. Yeah. Okay. It'll and and so, let's let's get the parameters down. So number one, there's no clicking. Number two, we hear a clicking but no cranking, and number three, it cranks but doesn't start. So what no, I hear you saying is is there may or may not be a click, but it doesn't crank over. Uh, no, when it doesn't start. It'll click. Okay. But if okay. it if it starts, if the light lights up, it'll start. What light? The light on the on the uh, the park reverse okay. drive. That's the, the Prindle. Start. Okay. I'm sorry. That's called the Prindle. P R N D L is. Oh. It's just the yeah. abbreviated. It's called the Prindle. So, okay. I have two things to say. Number one, I want you to mess with the shifter. So turn your key to the on position, unlock it. I want you to wiggle it around and part up and down. Then I want you to take your hand off and see if it'll start. Then I want you to put it in neutral, and I want you to wiggle it neutral and see if you'll start. If it it changes there, then it's probably the park neutral switch, which is what you're called called the range sensor. But I would Uh sure like you to call back and say, I can start it every time in park, but I can't start it every time in neutral, but I can't start it in park. Uh-huh. That okay. would that would tell me now. Number 2. You got to look them in the eyes. And you, and if you decide to have them do it, you have to look them in the eyes and you have to say, "Let me explain something to you. You're not going to call me back. You're not going to put the this range sensor in for 2 or 3 or 400 dollars, 5, 6, 7 if they're going to have to pull it out, training out. Yeah. I'm not, uh-huh. you're not going to call me back and say, "Oh, by the way, we need to put an ignition switch and we need to put a starter or a solenoid or the battery's weak." Right. You you look them in the eye and you say, "I'm not playing. 
I'm not playing, well, let's try this, let's try that, and I want my old part back. Yeah. So if you want to do it, you better make sure you're right because you're not going to call me back. I'm going to be very upset with you. So yeah. you, you're calling their hand. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you're saying you better, and, and people do that to me, and I don't care. It, yeah. it, it's okay. I, I, I enjoy the fact that we're going to have a conversation, and I'm telling you, no. I may call you back because there's an O-ring on the shift shaft, and I want to replace that because it's behind this rain sensor. But it's not going to be a lot of money. And I, will, I might call you and say, hey, the transmission fluid's really dirty on this. What I'm doing is not a duplication of labor, but I'll save you some old transmission fluid. You want me to service the transmission? One has nothing to do with the other. But the idea is, is don't let them start selling you things that, you know, right. that are transmission related. Right. Well, I got a price of 1400 bucks to replace that. That seems outrageous. Okay. Um, I think what we need to do is, is I think you need a second opinion and, yeah. um, and, and take it to what part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm in, I'm in, uh, Glendale, North Glendale. Okay. I'd probably go to uh, Larry Harker's auto. And I would say yeah. to them, I've got intermittently no start. It clicks, but nothing else. See, here's the problem. That clicking drives me crazy because that could be a starter or a solenoid. Yeah. So they could go in and do that. I mean, I'm not suggesting they're going to do this, but a shop could go in and replace the starter and solenoid and come out really good looking. Yeah. So yeah. go to MarkSalem.com and click on FAQ 28. Mark Salem, Salem like the cigarette dot com FAQ twenty eight, and follow that. It's going to teach you how to diagnose the starter or the solenoid by looking at the headlights. So you pull deep into your garage, you can shine your headlights on the wall, and you can start your car. But if you if you take it to another shop, you just give them the symptoms. Don't tell them anything else. Ask them what their checkout fee is, and then you say to them, uh, "I need an estimate when we're done." And I need you to be firm with your estimate. I want to know how much I write my check for before I leave home. Yeah. So that's okay. what I want you to do. All righty. And, and I think right. I think Harker's would be a good place to start. Um, and I think, don't tell them about the 1400 Don't tell them about anything else. No. Just give them the symptoms. No. And let's see what happens and see what their checkout fee is. Sure. Okay. Okay. Hey, would you call okay. me back and let me know what happened? I will. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Leonard, you're up next. How can I help you? Yes, good morning, Mark. Hey, sorry to tell you that none of my disagreements with my wife involves automobiles, but here's what I do have. <laughs> okay. I have a 2000 Honda Odyssey with 120,000 miles on it. Okay. The owner's manual says that $105,000, you should adjust the valves. Okay. I went to a shop and he gave me a price over $1,000 because of the back four cylinders are have a lot of interference to get to them, so there's a lot of labor. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, his shop personally has a Honda Odyssey with over 200000 and he never adjusted the valves, and he told me that I probably shouldn't unless I had some symptoms. Ooh, I like him. I like him. I don't need to... You know what? What? Tell me what the shop's name is. Good Works. Okay. I like what you've been told. I like what you've been told. Let's talk about this. If the valves are loose, then you, you, you're probably going to have a clatter when it's cold that goes away when it's hot. And if the, the valves are too tight, you're going to have an intermittent backfire as you throttle up. 
and you haven't said anything about that at all. Honda wants us to do a valve adjustment all the time, and I'm telling you what I tell my customers. I'm telling you what my staff tells a customer. If you don't have a clatter first thing in the morning, and you never have a clatter, and it never backfires out of the tailpipe, see you later. Go. Okay. Thank and that's you. The I way guess I I'll feel. save $1,000, huh? Okay, well, and if the plate passes you in the near future, throw an extra 5 bucks in, right? Okay. That was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you very much for calling. Thank you All very right. much. All right. Thank you. All righty. Oh, boy. Hey, Gil, do you remember the name of the shop? Oh, which shop? That he just cited. Uh, I can't. I don't okay. remember. I, was I didn't doing write doing something down. else. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So anyway, um, it's really, it. car repair has to do with just asking questions. You don't have to know anything about cars. You just have to ask the right questions. How sure are you that this is going to fit fix my vibration? And what happens if it doesn't? How sure are you that I need this particular service? How much is it? And where does it say that in my owner's manual? And then it's it's symptoms. Please don't go into your shop and tell them what the guy on the Internet said or tell them what the mobile mechanic said. Please don't do that. Just tell them the symptoms. And it's so great if you, your wife's the predominant driver. She writes down all the symptoms. What's the time temperature? When does it happen? When does it not happen? And when it doesn't happen, what noise does she hear? All that stuff. And tape that to the, to the rear view mirror. And when you take your car in, ask them what their checkout charge is and say, my wife's description's hanging off the rear view mirror. That's it. We'd like to talk to the primary driver especially if that's the situation where husband's driving and it never happens to him and the wife does, and it happens to her. Maybe she puts 100 miles on it and he puts 5 miles on it. We don't know. And to ask that question is premature because we'll be able to answer that question once we fix it. So a lot of times the questions are not appropriate. They'll be answered when the car is fixed. So why does my car not move first thing in the morning? And say, well, why don't we just work on... It doesn't move first thing in the morning because it could be a lot of things. So what's the most predominant one? I'm not going to guess. I'll tell you in the morning. So then you call back and say it was two quarts low on oil. That's the answer to your question is why <laughs> it's two quarts low on oil. But to, don't ask any questions about why this. Just give them information and make sure that you look them in the eye and you say, you know, what's your checkout? Most everybody's checkout on the low side is going to be like fifty to seventy-five dollars, and we're already seeing one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars on the checkout. And I need to defend both people because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to be able to diagnose depending on the skill level of your technicians. Diagnose pretty quick, but the ticket has to be written. It has to go through parts. It has to be dispatched. The technician's got to drive it. He's got to do a little bit of work. So fifty seventy-five dollars is pretty cheap especially if they're $100 an hour, then basically you, he, you he's going to have more than 30 minutes in it. I, I can promise you that. So when you look at that, it's it's a big deal. But just have a, con- a conversation with them. And if you feel bad, and if you're not feeling warm and fuzzy, then say thank you very much and go somewhere else. And the best place to find the best car repair shop in town is go to the local auto parts store and say, who's the guy that buys parts and never returns them? He always pays his bill, and he seems to fix the car first every time. So he's not putting on a starter. Oh, that didn't work. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. 602-508-0960.